If you're a fan of pasta, we've got a great offer for you. Pasta evangelists make delicious, fresh, handcrafted Italian pasta dishes and deliver them straight to your door. You get sent everything you need to prepare your meal in just five minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 10 delicious dishes with vegetarian and gluten-free options. You can have regular deliveries or just order once. They get rave reviews as well, with Times food critic Giles Corrin calling their food mind-blowingly delicious. You can try Pasta Evangelist's pasta yourself and get handcrafted pasta meal for two for just £4 with our special discount code. So go to pastaevangelists.com and put in the code BRUMRADIO for £10 off your first order. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Yeah, I'm just going to put my phone on airplane mode. No one's going on an airplane, are they, at the moment? I was listening to the radio. Oh, a lot of people are complaining about, you know, they booked holidays, this, that and the other. Supposed to be going to the French Alps, this, that and the other. And a bit of me is thinking, why does everybody think the world can just be theirs for just trotting around in? In a way, I think it's quite a good thing. What's going on? All life, Xing and Yang, Fen and Shui start skiing hutch. I know it's awful. If it gets us thinking that the world is not our playground, and I was, I was looking, I was looking at a video. You know, I told people about so this deer up our road, and then I saw a picture of two penguins walking round. I don't know, somewhere Minneapolis or something like that. I don't know whether it was was pig in Minneapolis. And I saw these penguins, and for all the world, they looked like they were walking up and down the street, thinking, "When all the human beings have gone, which will be." quite soon where do you fancy living it felt a bit like that that nature's had enough of us and it's sort of can't wait for us to be gone now i don't know whether that's going too far i don't think you know but we are we are going up the charts and i did check because paul said we weren't checked and we are picking rising up but i'll tell you what should be number one the sun where would be we be be without this lovely weather and all the blossom and all that it makes everything much, 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 much better. There's a lot of muches there, Barbara. And I was thinking about time. You know, yesterday I was talking, before we got talking to Annette, hey, I hope that gas man came. She was right in the right pigging state, wasn't she, Annette? So let's hope the gas man came. Anyway, after that I was talking about time with Paul and how time gets very confused. It's in this Alice in Wonderland world we're living in. And I pigging messed up this morning with time because we're supposed to be trying to get in touch with this lad Richard lives in Australia and we've got listeners in Rio de Janeiro and everything my my old agent Jean Pickle she's going piggy and mad with jealousy you know and uh, I've got all the time as you can imagine well Australia are all piggy mixed up and we missed each other then we was trying to get in touch with Dave Spikey who was in Phoenix Nights and more than that lovely absolutely lovely lad and does a lot for animal welfare and he's belting oh i got all that couldn't work out what was going on then with the technology that was supposed to be early and then felt awful you know and then anyway we're gonna have another go days don't always go to plan that's what i'm trying to say to you but you know what i've learned if you just go with it for a bit things get better that's my promise to you kids We'll all feel a bit fed up now and then, but just stick with the good things and think. Talking of which, I think it's Dave. Dave's been able to get through to us. Second time lucky with Dave Spikey. 
Is it David? Oh, Ken, how are you? Hiya, love. I'm all right. Listen, I'm just telling everybody, we've had a right pig in palaver, haven't we? This is our second go. Technology, innit? <laughs> it's pig in technology. And you're out in the middle of the countryside, aren't you? <laughs> um, yes, we're in the middle of the countryside in, um, in West Lancashire, up in the Pennines a bit. Um, gorgeous day again. Uh, which is some consolation, not much, but there you go. How's your animals taking to it all, Dave? Not got any anymore, Kate. Oh, what happened to the pigs and the goats? No, they got to old age and they just passed, and uh, with all the touring and stuff and um, travelling, we just that's why that's why I, I turned my hand now to doing uh, working for the animal charities rather than having having the rescue animals myself. Uh, the turkey was the last to go, Bertie. He was a bit of a character. I was was Bertie when he went? Oh, he was getting on a bit. He was about 12 or something like that. He, uh, he's on the turkey farm now. He's not, uh, he, he matured, you know, he matured too much. And he, he fell in love with one of the chickens, Leslie. Uh, I give him names. And um, <laughs> I had 24 uh, battery chickens that uh, a bloke brought to me in the middle of the night in a balaclava. He, he, he had it on, not the not the chickens. And, um, and I had these 24 chickens and uh, from the battery farm. And they loved it in the garden because they'd never seen they'd never seen grass or anything like that. And some some were really brave and came out and just well, that's all right. And some stayed in the hut for about a week, going not sure, not sure about this. And then they got really inquisitive and they just they're fantastic chickens. I mean, I think we were talking to somebody the other day about them chicken racing. Was it Rob? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't race yeah. mine, but but <laughs> but they're really inquisitive. They're great fun, and they used to do a bit of gardening. And they all, all of a sudden you think I'm being watched, and you turn to the 24 chickens and stood behind you, going, "What are you doing? Just want to get involved, you know." So you like chickens? You, th you know, David, when you were saying love about those battery ends and then not knowing how to behave and stuff, how do you think people are going to be when they come out of this lockdown? I think uh, you. You're enough from personal experience, so you can't generalise, but it just makes you analyse, doesn't it? Sit back and analyse what's important and get priorities, shuffle your priorities around again, you know, and spend more time at home, spend more time with family, spend more time communicating with people and not being so materialistic, I think. That's only my take on it, but I think, I hope maybe that, that'll happen. Well, I think that it's very important what you've just said. It's pretty lovely talking to you. And I, I know that you used to work for the NHS. Now, how do you think it's going to be now, really, for them? I know you don't properly know, but you can have a bit of an idea. Tell us what you think, love. Um, my, um, I still, I've still got links with the NHS and uh, my stepdaughter, Jenny. She's um, in charge of cardiology um, at one of the big hospitals around here. And so it's changed completely in the hospitals because all her staff have been redeployed. And now some of the people who are working, you know, doing echoes and ECGs and things like that uh, are now on uh, COVID wards and post and pre-COVID wards and having to, you know, be on the front line, really. And they're all, these are people, I think it's still, for many, I think it's still a vocation. And I think they just take it in the stride and not so much thrive on it, but, but take it on because it's the job. And uh, the heroes, they just... Go in there every day, not knowing what's going to present itself next, and get the get the gowns on and get the respirator masks on, and and off they go. And uh, Jenny, um, my daughter, there, she's doing ECGs and echoes on COVID patients uh, coming on every night. Uh, like Winston, she lives next door, so we have a chat over the garden fence, and she needs to de-stress. It's really stressful, but. You know, they're professionals, they're brilliant, brilliant, brilliant people um, and with big hearts and uh, and a lot of skill and uh, they're not shying away from it and it's, it's fantastic.
fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I love the idea, Dave, that you've got your talking over your fence to Jenny. And that that's absolutely pig and brilliant, that is. You can't beat that ordinary conversation with people, can you? No, you're doing it at a distance and all that. No, and, you know, we um, we got into this all zoom the world of zoom with um with my, my son who's in berlin he's a musician so he's out of work he's no money coming in and my daughter is a teacher so she's teaching um frontline caring care of kids and um and we've got in the village where we are we've got a zoom community so the other night and maybe <laughs> that's the reason why i'm a bit giddy is like last night we had a, a beer tasting so we all went out and bought the same six well we had them delivered six uh, pack of beer I just sat just getting progressively drunker, judging different beers on Zoom. <laughs> just, just brilliant what you can do. And do you know what's so brilliant about that? I do think people are inventive and we're so sociable, aren't we? You can't help stop us from trying to get together. And it makes me think, do you remember when we did your lovely um, television programme, Dead Man Weds, and there's all that in a village, people making their own fun. That's what you've been doing, isn't it, with Zoom and beer? It is. It is absolutely right, you know, and... Uh, and you're still not, it's not clickish in that in that definition of it, but you know, you can only, there's so many people who you all used to go down to the local pub and meet on a Friday night or whatever. And now we meet on a Thursday night and tonight's quiz night. So that would be good. Uh, last week it was um, one of them, one of us uh, made uh, a plate full of different types of cheeses and we had to taste them live with a glass of wine and that's a blue this and that's a gourmet thing and gruyere or whatever. It's just basically what we've said this is like, it's just like us going in the pub and stood at the bar having a chat. Once you've got over that little um, barrier of the of the technology and the virtual the virtualness of it all, it's it's not it's not far off being real, you know. Yeah, how oh, brilliant. I was reading about somebody was saying that Zoom meetings can be very tiring because we, we if you're with people you don't know so well. But if you're with people that you do know, like you do with all these people from the pub then that's a different kettle of fish. So I'm glad you find you're having a right pig in life. You want to go back to the pub, though, Dave, don't you? The pub will still be there, I hope, when all this is over. Well, little village pubs, I hope they survive. Uh, I'm sure they will because they'll get the full support. Um, and it'll be a gradual process, won't it? I don't think it's just going to be bang, the pubs are open. So we'll um, we'll see. It's um, it's all unknown territory. It's a bit a bit worrying, a bit scary. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take it all in our stride, I think, really, and just... Just got to learn to be patient, see, because this is this is virus is such a new novel virus, and we don't know what's going to happen, do we? Really, people are predicting all sorts of things. Nobody really knows, you know. Vaccines, who knows? Antibody tests, that'd be helpful, but I don't know. I don't know. Mr. <laughs> Skeptical. But um, just just wait and see. Take one day at a time, eh, and try and be cheerful and try and stay happy. Right, David. It's been absolutely lovely. You've actually made me feel very emotional talking to you because everything you've said is true. We've just got to take one pigging day at a time and just stay happy and keep in touch with people. I've got to do some jet washing. Eh? Well, every morning I get up, and one of the things about this lockdown is I get a nice surprise when I get up every morning. I get a list of things to do. She sort of she sort of reels you in, so like there'll be a list. There's usually about three things on it, right? And the first one will be like water the plants. Yeah, that's all right. Number two, put last night's pots away. That's all right. Number three, point gable end. 
that's that's so brilliant because what Kay's doing, like I am, is thinking, right, so anyway, what the bloody hell needs doing now? So, <laughs> I bought this jet washer off that middle aisle at Aldi when I was buying some welding goggles and one of them self-assembly jet engines for 28 quid. And uh, I've been jet washing everything inside and the, that balcony outside looks as though it needs a good going over. So that's the next job, I think. There's always summit in there. You're looking around and you think, I'm picking, do you have to do that now? We're going to have lovely hours this day. That's one picking thing. All right. <laughs> um, we um, you, you were talking earlier about we none of us are doing comedy, none of us are touring, none of us are, are, are getting out there. You know, it's it, compared in the whole scheme of things, it's not a massive big deal, is it? I heard you talking to Archie about the driving. I don't miss the driving or anything like that. But uh, my my tour, my tour, which I I've only done four before I had to pack it in, is called. It's called A Funny Thing Happened, brackets, I shot Derek Rebe. And I thought, I can't really go on stage from now on and go, welcome to the show, A Funny Thing Happened. Because nothing funny, <laughs> nothing funny has happened this year, that's it. So I might have to change the title before I get back out. Yeah, you'll come up with something because you're a clever lad. Even in these times, it's always somewhat funny, isn't it? In the simple day-to-day -day stuff of life. Well, that's what I try and do. You know, I try and look at, you know me, I, 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 look, at, I look at my local papers and stuff. And I don't know if you saw this story the other day. It's sort of a bit visual, but you see this hamster that they took the vets because they thought it was paralysed? No. <laughs> no. Well, it had been all right a few days before. She'd had it out in the kitchen and it was running about normally. But ever since then, it won't move. It just sits in its cage. It just won't go in its wheel. It won't go and have anything to eat. It's just paralysed. It won't move in this cage. So she took it to the vets and uh, they went, oh, let's have a look. So they took it out of the cage and off it went. It's all over the place. Can't stop it. Up and down curtains, all sorts of stuff. This is absolutely true. This is in the Daily Mirror. And um, and eventually they, they caught the hamster and uh, they were baffled. Well, you would be, wouldn't you? So then one of them uh, <laughs> examined the hamster more closely and found in one of its cheek pouches a fridge magnet. So <laughs> they'd done it. Obviously put it back in the metal cage. It just stuck, stuck to the bars. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless you i'm gonna love you and leave you now david because i've just noticed got a cobweb i'm gonna go and attack my cobwebs excellent uh thanks for speaking to me i've enjoyed it david lots of love to you and Kay. look after yourself love see you on the road bye love see you then Ta-ra, love i really properly loved hearing david then talking to him out in the in the lancashire countryside in the sunshine well fancy calling a chicken leslie very honestly, absolutely lovely. That turkey sounds a character. Now, Paul, are you listening, love? Hello. Have we, Paul, got any? Uh, you know, you know when people say leave reviews and subscribe and comment and anything like that. Anything new coming? Well, that's the thing. Yes, we have two at least two more reviews um, on iTunes. What we have we got? We have on iTunes. Uh, one from Sam G. Uh, hello, Sam. Sam says, uh, funny and wholesome, five stars. Proper nice to hear Barbara chatting away. Really feel like one of the gang when you tune in. Interesting guests and always a hoot. Can't even say that. Always a hoot. So thanks to Sam. And another oh, one nice. from... Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. You're not going to like this, Barbara. What, what does... Why? Why? why what, what does it say? It's a one-star review from a Jean Pickles. What? Uh, one stars is the lowest you can give. What's she saying? Right. Uh, she says, typical soft stuff, not enough about business, one star. Listen to my podcast and I will give you more hard business knowledge. 
Gene Pickles. Are you telling me, Paul, that Gene Pickles, Gene Shrimpton, Pickles is in Branston, has got our own pig in podcast now? It seems that way, but she's been spying on you and working out how to do it by the look of it with those binoculars. Okay, that's what she was up to, was it? Right. Okay, then. I'm going to have a listen to Pig in Jeans, Pig in Podcast, and I'm going to leave her a nil star review. Gloves off. So, following Barbara's fury at the Gene Pickles cast, we had a little listen in. Hello, everybody. It's Gene Pickles here. Gene is in Shrimpton. Branston as in Pickle. No, I have to start again. Hello, everybody. She's a lot better than this. It's more difficult than you ever thought it was, is actually. I'll take my hat off to Barbara. She's done absolutely thousands of these things. But here we go. One, two, three, come on. HRT, rescue you, Jean. Here we go. Hello, everybody. It's Jean Pickles here. Jean as in Shrimpton, Pickles as in Branston. Now, if you know somebody, like a little sempstress, maybe, think about all well, these older people now hold up at home. A lot of them will have sewing machines. And what I'm saying to you is this. You can just drop some material off to them and um, uh, staplers, uh, hair bubbles. Uh, I don't think they'll need a pattern, but you could easily draw one yourself and get them get them sewing up masks. Now, I'm thinking that if we could, say, give them, I don't know, what's minimum wage? Google it. Go under that. You can go under that. Nobody's earning anything at the moment. So you can go well under that gets away with it and then you can really sell those on okay so that's your first uh business tip okay uh paul paul are you there yes yes gene and paul could i have a cup of tea please yes gene right away gene how do you like it gene uh well i'd like it around the house now listen i know that all this um public distancing and all that kind of stuff paul but um come around with a flask will you not three times put it on the doorstep Step up right out of the way, thank you, Paul. And then I, uh, I'm thinking now that I don't touch uh, green tea. Do you do green tea? What does what does Barbara drink? Oh, she has very caffeinated coffees. So yeah, uh, the opposite. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Barbara Nice and I, two ends of the rain. Okay, Paul, bring that green tea round, please. Yes, Jean. Right away, Jean. Immediately, Jean. Here I come. 